This is episode two of The Regulars, where I bring past guests to talk about our projects and how we're trying to grow it. I have IDK Jr., who was my guest number 11. He's a music producer, trying to increase his brand. Uh, Tony Hannity's, he does Lazy Tech TV, creates tech review content, and he's trying to, the same thing, grow his brand. And I have Work Talk Podcast, where I'm trying to grow more of an audience and continue to provide value with information and my podcast. So in this episode, we exchange updates on how we're doing. I talk about what I'm looking to do next, which is using LinkedIn and creating content there. Uh, we exchange ideas on how we could help each other out. So check out this episode, Regulars 2, if you want to hear what we talk about. All right, so what's up, everybody? Thanks for uh, hanging out on a Monday uh, to just chat about how our businesses are going. And let's for those who don't know who we are, if you will have uh, Tony first, if you could briefly explain what your work is, what your goals are, and then I'm going to show a little snippet of some of your work right after. Then we'll have Junior do it, and then from there we'll go on with some questions, checking on, on you know how business is going. Sure. Yeah. So aside from my professional uh, uh, and uh, day job with Microsoft and Mosaic Training, um, I have three YouTube channels, one of which is a tech review channel. Uh, I have a vape review channel, and then I have a standard family-esque vlog channel that slowly but surely my daughter's starting to want to take over it and it be her toy review channel. Uh, so there's that. That's cute. And I guess... Yeah, no, it's fun. But I guess some of my goals, uh, short-term goals would be, you know, get better at at just doing the video, it, edit, editing the videos in such a way that's not monotonous and not the same, you know, have, have a little bit of a, of a different spin. Uh, and also, you know, uh, really work on marketing. Because mm, okay. uh, I know last, the last episode we talked, marketing was a big thing for me. So I took some of your advice. Junior took some of your advice as well, too, by drafting some of my Instagram posts. And honestly, that helped a lot. So thanks, thanks to both of you. Hey, that's cool to hear. All right, let's, let me go and show a quick clip for everybody to see Tony's work. It's, um, it's a video you did not too long ago with uh, Lazy Tech TV. You guys can see, right? Yeah. Let's give a little snippet. Of Tony's work. What's going on, guys? Tony Hannity's here with Lazy Tech Tony TV, glasses. and I'm here with Ming Ming at Gen High, and we're looking at yeah. these things here, which are apparently are going to help me get better sleep, right? So I don't know if Explain everyone can how, hear it, but essentially weird. the glasses There's that I'm wearing, if you're watching the, the video, um, they help produce melatonin throughout your day. So by the time that you actually go to sleep at night, there would be enough melatonin in your system to elongate your sleep process. Light therapy is something that, you know, the uh, astronauts use, you know, NASA uses with them. So there is some proven. Uh, and uh, that was my first impression. And I have another video where I have a full review, which, which are these guys right here. Sweet, so sweet. I have a full nice. review. Come soon. Yeah. Like you said, you don't want to review it right after you get it because you're in that honeymoon phase. You want to give it some time and then you'll give it an honest review. Yeah. I don't know about a honeymoon. This was a bad, a bad relationship. Right <laughs> from the <get-go>, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's go on with Junior. If you could uh, talk about your work, what's your, 
what are your goals? And then we'll show a little snippet of your work too. Yeah, so I'm a junior, I go by IDK. I am a producer here in the Bay Area. I also do uh, real estate photography, product photography. And um, yeah, I guess uh, short term goals would be uh, right now is just building relationships and networking with people. And long term would be to utilize those relationships and, um, you know, create the type of lifestyle and uh, way I see my life in the future. <laughs> nice, nice. Basically, yeah. Right, let's show a little snippet. Is that your little one hanging out with you? Yeah, she's chilling. <laughs> All right, so I got a snippet of Junior's music. Let's play that. So. Oh, I like that, I like that. That's fun. Cool, cool. All right, and an audience knows about my work, and this is an actual sample of my work, which is getting people together from the Bay Area to talk about the work we do, um, getting to know what, what they know and, and uh, who they are. So that's my spiel. Let me kind of throw out a question. I only actually have one question prepared, and then from there, <laughs> we can just go on tangents. Cool. But my question is, and then I'll, I'm going to respond to it too. What do you guys want to see happen with your projects or see more of happen and then what can we like together as a group do to help each other out oh man well as far as my music goes i would like to see uh my music being licensed out like commercially you know whether it's in tv shows um on the radio or by artists hmm. And how would that happen? Is it just like for me, if I have any connections mainly to artists or companies or yeah. me media companies? Yeah. I mean, even even with um, vloggers or um, people who curate playlists on Spotify or iTunes. Um, yeah. You know, any any avenue I can take to get my music out on their platforms and uh, in the hands of their audiences, I guess. Mm, okay, I could definitely do that. I could definitely tag you on some. So, so it's like, for you, it sounds like really making a lot of connections to yeah. influencers, people who have an, have an audience. Right. Got it, got it. Dope. Yeah, I guess for me, one of the things that I need to try and work better on, which is connected to the marketing aspect of it, is to better engage with my audience because while I see a lot of analytics coming from YouTube and all these analytics coming from Instagram, it's great to see numbers in double digits or larger triple digits. But when it comes to actually having them feel like their sets of eyeballs matter to me, I have a problem of reconnecting with them, like answering their comments, whether they be good comments or bad comments, things like that. Right, so it's better connecting with your audience, better engaging. Yeah. Well, the one, the one thing that you had told me uh, that you had mentioned on the, on the last regulars podcast was just not randomly, but, but sending a DM on Twitter or Instagram to somebody that you find 
uh, some sort of common ground with and just kind of starting a conversation. And, you know, I took that to heart. So I, so I started, I'm still doing it. And like you said, it's a numbers game. I, I, I've sent out maybe a hundred DMs and only got like two responses. Okay. And okay. Out of, out of those two, only one person has kind of continued to talk to me beyond what the initial interaction was about. And while that is exciting, it's also like, oh, that's a lot of work. Yeah, that's, that's a lot. Of, uh, yeah, a hundred, hundred DMs. I have a lot of two. videos to edit. I mean, and, and I know it's an excuse, but you know, it, it's about prioritizing, and that's right. that's just part of the whole cog of it all. That's interesting. I so you only have like a few people who responded back. Yeah, huh. yeah. I mean, so the people that that I reached out to some of them are brands which is a good and a bad thing because the bigger the brand the more people the more, they have right, monitoring right. that social okay. media so you know they probably it's not very person to person um and then there there the two people that did respond back to me were actual people and what they didn't have a huge following on instagram so they're kind of like me in that regard uh trying to get some more eyeballs and uh yeah the initial conversation i th i thought fet was very you know genuine very honest um but i i didn't really know where to kind of you know gauge it to continue um i don't know um i i think um if if anything if they were to post something on instagram again and something that i thought was kind of cool maybe i could you know follow up and say hey that last video you did of or of the vape trick was awesome. Can you maybe teach me how to do that so I could do it on my own or something like that? So yeah, I think the but. DMs work for me just because they are smaller. They're like people with not a large following, so they're not a brand that gets maybe a bunch of different DMs from different people. So maybe that's why it kind of worked for me. But I mean, yeah, it takes up so much of my time messaging people. And for me, what I'm planning to do next is I started thinking about, okay, my demographic. And it's everyone who's commenting with me is people who's interested in career development, whether it's learning about careers, whether they're in that a specific career that my guest is in. But it's all people, my content isn't entertainment or anything like that. So I was thinking, okay, where are these people? And then I thought about LinkedIn, that anyone who's thinking about like, careers opportunities they're all on linkedin and my i haven't posted any of my content on linkedin yet and for my linkedin i kind of that's like where my job is my for my job i use linkedin a lot and i have like 1500 connections and whenever i do post i get a lot of engagement but i've never posted anything around work talk podcast so this mm. week i'm going to start posting on linkedin and an idea i had is for my podcast, I'm going to write a one, like a simple one page article summary, uh, summarizing what was discussed in the, in the um, podcast. And then it has a link to the YouTube video. And I'm going to post those on LinkedIn's articles. And that way people could share it through LinkedIn's social media platform. But then those articles are also... Uh, searchable on Google, and you could see read those articles without it without having be without needing to be signed into LinkedIn too. Mm. And I think by doing that, I'll find the people who's trying to find my content, and that's the next step for me. It's LinkedIn. I think LinkedIn I could tear some shit up. Well, to be yeah. found to be found on the internet, you really have to be everywhere. 
because mm -hmm. it, it's just so vast. You type in Tony Hannity's or ID, uh, IDK Jr., you're going to get stuff that has nothing to do with you just because there's just so many other people and there's just so many other articles that might have IDK in, in the title and then the word junior in, in the subject line or whatever, and it right. still pops up. It has nothing to do with your music, you know? And same thing with me. There's actually like at least four other Tonys, Tony Hannity's in the world. Damn so, those Tonys. <laughs> I know. It ain't like me though, right? No, but the, uh, but but having having quality um, what we call in the journalistic uh, industry quality um, evergreen content something that is always coming out something that's always new something that is searchable but also viable and useful that's something that could set your set set you apart from other people in in your industry of entrepreneurship you know um, um, community outreach things like that yeah definitely. And that's what I like SEO. Yeah, I'm. I'm trying to. I'm trying to be more discoverable because a lot of my stuff isn't discoverable from just regular internet searches. Mm, my, right. The titles of my videos aren't aren't how to find a job. It's just the name of the person. Work talk podcast. Right. So now I'm thinking about discoverability. So what I'm planning to do now is my podcast. I, I realized. My goal isn't to get everyone to watch or listen to my 30-minute podcast. To me, that's like going to Best Buy and buying, buying the entire surround sound system, the TV, the speakers, the PlayStation. Now I'm realizing they don't have to listen to the whole podcast. They could listen to bite-sized pieces of it, meaning they don't have to buy the whole stereo system. They could just buy the speaker or um, the TV. So what I started doing is... I'm going to start snipping from my podcast mini like content, like the LinkedIn articles. But I'm also, and I just did this, I just posted this video today. I saw that. Oh, you did? Yeah. The one that says uh, job search tips from a recruiter? Yeah, it was from your, it was from your vlog. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I decided that from my 30-minute podcast with, say, the university recruiter I just spoke with, we spoke 10 minutes about LinkedIn and networking. So I snipped that video out into a separate video. And the title actually says job search tips from a university recruiter, parentheses, networking, comma, LinkedIn. So it could hopefully be discoverable. And I noticed Joe Rogan's podcast is like that, that, you know, his podcasts are three hours long and not that much people actually listen to the whole thing, but he has on YouTube something called Joe Rogan Clips and it's just clips a bunch of clips from his podcast. So I'm going to start doing that now to help increase my discoverability. Oh, nice. Yeah. Like micro content. Exactly. I did. Yeah, yeah, I, I tested like, I po posted a video of Conor McGregor and Gary Vaynerchuk and Joe Rogan. It was when Gary Vaynerchuk was, Gary V was talking to Joe Rogan on his podcast about Conor McGregor and Floyd Mayweather. And so <laughs> I snipped it. <laughs> I wanted to test it. I snipped it and I put those like words in the title and I want to see, let's see how much views I could get. And then it got like, um, like 2,800 views. Oh, wow. And I was like, you know, this like discoverability, these like headliners makes a big difference. So I want to see what happens when I start snipping this micro content and using kind of, uh, keyword heavy uh, titles. Right. Well, Junior, you said it, man. SEO is king, you know? Yeah. Search engine optimization. I mean, it's so it's, it's it's really what matters. Yeah. And I was yeah, gonna ask. I'm, 
like I know you guys, um, Tony, you're heavy on, on YouTube, right? You got three mm -hmm. channels. Um, how do you prioritize, like prioritize, you know, your content? Like, what, like what's your schedule like? Like, are, are you just focusing on one channel like per week or, you know, like how do you figure that out? So my vlog channel is on hiatus because I was doing a daily vlog and then that was taking away from family time like so much. Yeah, man. Daily. Um, yeah. Daily's insane for, for my work schedule, two kids, wonderful wife, all that. Just it's not happening. Um, so then I then I diminished the vlog to just vlogging when it's like an event, like E3 next week I'll be vlogging. Um, so things like that. But um to go back to your question with regards to the other two channels, the vaping channel and the tech channel, and I, I told this to John, when it comes to that, um, the tech channel takes maybe about 70%, 70% of my attention, the vape channel about 20% of my attention, and my vlog channel 10. And that that is my attention of the YouTube stuff. And then my YouTube attention is maybe 30% of my actual attention. You know, so when it comes to uh, prioritizing times, that's where to-do lists, my calendar scheduling, that I have to be on it 100%. I have a calendar event for every major thing that happens during the day, except for going to the bathroom and going to shower. You know, like <laughs> I will, I will put you in my calendar, and if you if you said, hey, tonight let's go play Fortnite, okay, I will put you in my calendar for 10 p.m. Cause that's when I have, that's when I have time from 10 to 1130. That's it. After that, I'm either in bed or I have to go back and edit, edit the other things. Right. So the other pr pr prioritization, uh, depends on the client. So going back to these, um, these smart classes here, I made a promise to the client that there would be a full review within about three to four weeks. That was two and a half weeks ago. So when it, when it comes down to those sorts of things, it's more contractual, um, but with the vape channel, that is probably the easiest. And I say that with a grain of salt because I will go to my sponsor's vape shop. I will shoot about six to seven videos at their store. And then I will edit one video a week, which takes me about an hour. And I'll do that on a Sunday night. And then it posts either that Sunday or the Monday there on after. That's quick. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So, so I mean, that's. Your, you bulk your recordings then, right? So for you, the. For the vape one, yes, yeah, because because okay. usually it's just usually it's just a bunch of you know a bunch of bottles and that's about it. But when yeah. it when it comes to like when it comes to hardware review, like like mod reviews and tank reviews and stuff, those take a little bit longer. Um, but yeah, I mean those sorts of things I can knock out pretty quickly. But that is where I fear that if I'm knocking them out without any kind of like attention to, to detail or uh, the amount of love that I put into like my tech reviews, the vape reviews would just kind of be, you know, same old, same old, but just a different e-liquid and just a different tank. So that's where I'm trying to be a little bit more creative. And um, I've actually been wasting a lot of time going down the YouTube rabbit hole, just learning about Adobe Premiere Pro, just little <laughs> transitional tricks, uh, right. color, uh, color correction, uh, you know, looking to invest in better lighting, looking to invest in, you know, the better camera, stuff yeah. like that. I know what you yeah. mean, man. I've been down that rabbit hole too. I'm yeah. watching these things. Oh I'm like, I'm God. about to buy a ring light. I'm about to buy yeah. Um, yeah. color. I'm going to learn the color grade. Yeah. And, and we got to find that right balance. 
No, because yeah. uh, one of the one of the vlog channels I follow, uh, Peter McKinnon, he uh, he does photography. That he also, dude, that guy's off the yeah. chain because because his vlogs are great, but then he also has his uh, uh, informative vlogs, right? Yeah, and he makes it so easy. And this guy came from like no subscribers to over a million in less than a year. Now, that mind you, bonkers. mind you, part of that was because his you know how good he edits his videos, obviously. Um, but it, another huge part of that was because of the YouTube community and, and the outreach that he did with other vloggers like Casey Neistat or, or John Hill, the skateboarder okay. collaborating, so that, that collaboration. So that definitely helps, you know, and you know, what we're doing right now, collaborating on bouncing ideas off of each other. Uh, that's step one. You know, the next step is to actually execute. So right. I, uh, I mean, I'll say this, the next time I have a vlog junior, I, I will talk to you and, and see what we can work out licensing wise. If, if it's something that might benefit you, might benefit me. Um, you know, John, I know I collaborate with you about a potential job opportunity that may be beneficial for your students and it would help me because I would get a referral fee. So there's right. that. You know? <laughs> yeah. And, and I, everybody. Yeah. And that, that was going back to what I think. What we, yeah. What we can do yeah. with this group is give each other value. And I think for me, I'm just making more and more connections. So anytime I have a connection that could, you know, be a good sync with you guys, then I'll, then I'll, I'll forward them to you. I'll, I'll tag you on the post. I did, I did that a couple of times, but I could do you it did. a little bit more. Yeah. yeah. But that, that VR girl, uh, that did the, the museum VR. Yeah. I, I'm really interested to see you know what that actually looks like i'm very excited for that right and in regards to my contacts that i could lend to you i guess tony i i've been talking to a lot of people in tech lately uh mm. such as that person kai who has the vr for um for kids to experience mm -hmm. a history museum uh i'd be happy to just keep tagging you on those and then you could feel free to connect with them if you want if, yeah definitely man. yeah what kind of benefit would you do you find you gain from connecting with someone like that just building that network, okay. you know, that person, that person and junior, I'm, I'm sure you experienced this too. That person directly might not help me whatsoever because they might be in uh, financial tech, for example, or right. healthcare tech, which I have no interest in, but it's still tech and it's internet of things and it's patents and it's all these other things that are, are an amalgamation of interests that they might have other people in their Twitter feed that they might say, Hey, I met Tony through John and Tony's really into tech and my friend also has a VR startup where they're doing haptic gloves and they're out of Novato, for example. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I'm going to go refer Tony to that. And it's just one of those yeah. things. Music, music. I mean, that's, that's, that's food for the soul right there, you yeah. know? And like, if, if they say, you know, I, I, the beat that AD, uh, IDK makes doesn't work for, for me, for my artist that I'm trying to push through, but I've got this other boy out of Alameda and he's doing this and doing that and he's looking for this new beat and Junior had this one lick and it just yeah. sounded so right. <laughs> yeah. I'll hook him up that way. Yeah. So would you do you know, would you do like say I connected you to some people who were in tech or or has a company, you you would you would would you do like reviews for them too or or interviews? Is that something within depends. your realm of like content that you create? Yeah, I mean, for for the text side of it, it's if it is a physical product, like they they are coming out with, or they already have something that is like a tech related um, uh, product that is for consumers, not for enterprise. Not okay, for, got, it, know, got big, it. Okay, uh, that would be something I, I I would definitely be interested in. All right, because uh, I uh, 
I was introduced. I'll tell you a quick story. I was introduced to somebody at at a at a an event. They were like super into Internet of Things, which I am, which is like smart lights and like ring video doorbells yeah. and stuff like that. But they were interested in Internet of Things for like like Forbes 500 companies, and then they started talking about what they're interested in, and I'm like, I have no idea what that is. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think I can fit that in my house. <laughs> It seems too big. Yeah, I'm, never mind. I'm keeping it hey, down. Tony, keeping it Tony, would you be willing to get into like music tech? Like we like, did actually, like, like keyboards or you know MIDI controllers. So it's it's funny because when Lazy Tech guys first started, we were lazy. Uh, lazy Tech TV first started, we were Lazy Tech guys, and one of the key uh, uh, editors was also a musician, and he did a lot of the music tech. And he talked about like distortion pedals and 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 new uh, uh, cartridges that came out and stuff like that, and it was awesome. But then he went off and did his day job, and we kind of lost that. Oh, um, the the music tech aspect of it, uh, although very interesting, especially like with Nam and stuff like that, uh, um, and and all like the events that happen, yeah. dude. Yeah, um, that's not really our personal demographic right now. Okay. You know, like the the uh, the the only uh, recent related tech thing that we uh, that we reviewed or that we did a uh, a a spotlight on was basically a light bar you put on a full size piano key uh, a piano like a grand piano like a Steinway or something like that, and uh, it's a it's an application that will be Bluetooth to your iPad or or whatever. And you, it'll light up the keys on your actual piano, uh, and you can play along with digital uh, staff or digital uh, manuscript that's on your iPad. Mm -hmm. So, well, I mean, if you think about those keyboards that you buy at Walgreens and the keyboards themselves, they light up. You know, basically, they tell you which notes to hit. Right. Exactly. That's exactly it. They apparently came up with that idea uh, forty years ago. I don't know if that's true or not, but this company (laughs) made this light bar. Real, real hmm. piano. So that's cool. I, yeah, I can so, definitely so send you some context, Tony. Yeah. All right. I think we're all the same. Same thing with you, Junior. Too. I'll start tagging you on yeah. some potential influencers, and I, I could, I, I could see where I could provide you guys some value as well, too. Yeah, and Junior, yeah. I, I, I also know a couple of uh, vloggers and whatnot that might be looking for other music, because um, I, I, I'm sure you've done, and, and John, I'm sure you've done this too. You go to SoundCloud, you type in vlog music and all of Casey Neistat's playlist. <laughs> I don't want to be another Casey Neistat. There's only one Casey. I don't want to have the same music as he does, you know? So Yeah, or I want, so, yeah you start watching like like uh, people who started vlogging and they all have like the same kind of music. Same music. I'm like, wait, yeah. I use that music too. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I can definitely, John, I, I, I have, um I know recruit, I have recruiters in the family. I know some consultants and then, I'll shoot their contact information yeah. over to you. Too. I think right now the biggest things I'm looking for is in regards to guests, I think I'm pretty good. But if there's ever a guest you think would be open to you know, who want to come on the show, then feel yeah. free to send them over. But also if you have anyone who you think could find the content helpful, like if you for instance, I was talking to a listener and his little sister is looking for an internship. And so she listened to the University Recruiter podcast I did and she okay. found it really helpful. And I think she even connected with that recruiter too oh, um, nice. or, talked, oh, cool. or talked about doing it. But that's 
that's exactly like the value I want to bring. So if you mm-hmm. if you know anyone who you think could find the podcast helpful, you could let them know about it. Yeah, yeah, guest wise, for me, my guests, I'm interested in people in tech. It's kind of my personal preference because this is what I'm into. Also, I'm interested in people in tech, entrepreneurship, um, business, the helping <clears throat> profession and nonprofit world, uh, arts, creative fields, video game culture type stuff. So anyone in those fields, I'm open to talking to. Uh, but once in a while, there'll be someone from a different like job field, like mm-hmm. like the professional fish researcher, and <laughs> you know I may not be into that. But if he really wants to talk with me, and if I think he's a dope person, I don't mind you know having him on the show. I may not have a lot to say, but I don't mind listening and becoming a little bit more aware. So yeah, if you ever have any guests, feel free to introduce them. Learn to a me. lot more about fish. That's for sure. <laughs> I'm so knowledgeable on my fish now, guys. Talk to this fish guy. My my cousin was telling me how he caught this widemouth bass the other day, and I'm like, I have no idea what that means. Like, (laughs) can you eat it? (laughs) What's the standard size of it? Is that a big one? I don't know. (laughs) That podcast might actually be be bigger. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. That's all I know. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. I think I'll also, John, I'll also connect you because, um, uh, I mentioned the, one of the first podcasts yeah, you and I talked about, um, if you're interested, because my wife has her, her personal business that she has been pushing through, uh, over the last year with uh, balloon decor and just the trial and error of that and an industry where people, when you hear people say, Oh yeah, I work with balloons and face paint. It's like, Oh yeah, you're a, you're a clown. I'm like, no, I'm not. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I'm not. I'm a professional uh, individual that you know takes uh, her work very seriously, loves what she does, and you know her work speaks for itself. And you know, you go to these events like weddings, baby showers, and you see these grand like balloon arches and columns stuff like that. Like, how the fuck does you do you make that shit? Like, well, she fucking does it right there in the front room. So it's you know, it's it's something that would. Uh, maybe you know being on this podcast might benefit her business, but also give a little bit more insight so people would take a little yeah, bit more. I think that win-win that, uh, pride. Yeah, that on someone like that having a doing some type of business like that. That that's definitely like what I'm into. Like I get all like goosebumpy. Like oh, I want this. These are the kind of people who I jive with who I like to have yeah. on my podcast. So yeah, if she's down. That's very let me know. niche too. That 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 business. It's. It's it's really extremely specific to like a particular crowd. Yeah, because right. like like uh, what like that specifically like to to do it yourself is very niche. But then if you think about it, everybody needs it. You have a daughter; she yeah. needs balloons, right? Yeah, she has, you know, so, exactly. So, <laughs> so there's always a there's always a customer around the corner. Uh, but to be in that industry. You think it's so small, but she just came back from a, a balloon convention, a fucking, fucking convention where all they learn about how to twist balloons differently and make all these crazy sculptures. And they're enormous and they're amazing. Damn, and she's, she wants to be doing that, you know? That's dope. So, yeah, yeah I'd, I'd, be, I'd, love to have awesome. her, I'd love to have her on the podcast if she's down. Yeah, yeah. I'll ask her. <laughs> sweet, <laughs> sweet. <Are you> down? <laughs> <laughs> she just walked upstairs. <laughs> yeah, but oh, I, I would say an update for my podcast. I'm happy to see it growing. 
and I judge it based off of comments, emails, direct messages of people who've listened or guests wanted to be on the podcast. So I'm, I'm just I'm happy that people are liking it and find it valuable and are paying attention. It's just it's like slowly growing. I think the LinkedIn though is going to be big for me. And when I start bite-sizing the podcast to the point where my goal is not for everyone to listen to the podcast, but you can listen to either the podcast or the pieces of the podcast, which is laid out mm-hmm. here in these, you know, mini, in these YouTube videos I made, which are, you know, bite-sized pieces of that content or the LinkedIn summary article, which is there too. You've collated it. You, you've made it, it searchable. Yeah. 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 Um, do you want me to give you more work that you can do? Because Tell me, you, yeah, John, what's some tips? You, you you did you did the you did the wrong thing of introducing me to Anchor, um, oh, okay. Anchor.fm, um, <laughs> which I knew about, but I was I was a little dubious about it because they are a startup. You know, they've been only around for about a year and a half, and so I'm a little not iffy. But you know, uh, anyways, that's beyond the point. Um, within within Anchor, you can actually split it up the podcast itself within Anchor. So if I'm listening through the Anchor app, I can just say, well, I don't care about LinkedIn, but I want to hear what he talks about business development. And it's like skipping tracks. And so on Anchor, you have that capability, but you would have to upload in sequence. In at the um, Anchor uh, platform. Oh, yeah, I and see. then, and then it uploads it as a whole with transitions within the Anchor app with transitions as a whole as one episode. Uh, so when you when I view it on Android through Google Play or, or on my iPhone through through Apple podcast, it is a full podcast. But if I view it on the Anchor app, it's the full podcast, but also broken up into specific um, chapters. chapters. Oh, I didn't yeah, know that. Exactly. Yeah. And within the That's, Anchor app, yeah. people can call in and say, hey, John, love the podcast. I have this business idea. Da, 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 da. What would you what, who would you say that I should talk to or how do I how do I get over this hurdle? Oh, Gary Vegas, but they would be basically leaving you a message and you can play that message on the air and then answer it and then put it, make it as a part oh, of your podcast. Wow. I did not uh, know There's that. more work. I just used it as, <laughs> I just use it. I just upload on it, put, put it in there. I saw that you could record yeah, and like on do your, different se- sex sections, but yeah. I, I just didn't do it. Thank you. Mm. Yeah, it's, you're a wealth yeah. of knowledge, Tony. I always appreciate you for sharing me with the technical pieces. Because for me, I overlook a lot of the small things, and I tend to just do a lot, and I learn a lot from my mistakes. But sometimes I need someone with with more attention to the detail, like you, to help to help me out. So I appreciate that. The problem with me is I see a lot of the detail, but I don't see the bigger picture, and I, I don't always see the end goal, and I don't always see how I can how I can grow from that. I just focus on like little things, and I don't always grow. Your your benefit is that you are growing, and you are looking at the bigger picture, and while you are overlooking some of the small details, it's not stopping you from growing. Mm-hmm. So I personally need to find a good medium between. Yeah, them. Uh, that's good. Then we compliment yin yin and yang. Yeah, <laughs> and then Junior's holding up the yin and yang sign. Yeah, yeah. like this, <laughs> keeping the flavor <laughs> going. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nice. Anything? Anything you guys are specifically seeing with your uh, projects right now that's going really well? Like me talking about LinkedIn, breaking down the content into micro pieces, and how I'm really excited about that. And my podcast is slowly growing. Anything you guys see going really um, well for your guys' projects? 
seeing a lot of good beats out of out of IDK over there. Yeah, you've been producing one, a lot. Yesterday? Yeah. You posted one yesterday. I was I was feeling it, man. I forget right which on. one it was. Uh, hold I, on. Where... Honestly, I post I post a lot. <laughs> I don't even remember what I post. Like some of this stuff is stuff I made like a couple weeks ago. Yeah, I've been like I feel like you've been creating a lot of music. Who's this one? Yeah. I don't know if you can hear that one. Oh yeah, that go. one. That was last night. Yeah, dude. I was like, ooh. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why, but Ooh. I was like, this, rem this reminds me of Genuine for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> I, <don't like it. laughs> I did I did post a vlog, and I did use one of your uh, songs, Junior. So the one that uh, Late Lately. Oh, yeah. That's cool one. That's cool, yeah. I love that. Oh, that's a good jam. Yeah. And then you, you posted you a credit. throwback with the freaking uh, Killer Tofu song from Doug. Uh, from, from Doug. Oh, yeah. That was awesome, dude. That's like one of my favorite shows. You know, when I, I love that I was song. Growing up, when I when I heard that song, or when I was watching it on TV, it that song literally stuck to my like stuck to me. Yeah. I never forgot it since then. Oreo, Taylor Tofu, Taylor Doug. I never found out if he got together with Patty Mayonnaise. I don't know. I don't know. I gotta Google. Oh, I gotta check it. It's on Netflix. Like Skeeter and all them too. Like what? Yeah. All right. All right. After this podcast, I'm going to try to find out did he get together with Patty Mayonnaise? <laughs> so, Hope he did. Yeah. <laughs> Rooting for him. Yeah. All right. Um, we can kind of wrap up. Any uh, next steps for you guys? Um, <clears throat> I'm actually looking forward to. I got my stuff right here on my board. I have about five songs that I'm going to be releasing on Spotify and iTunes pretty soon. So I'm going to be figure, trying trying to figure out, like, um, you know, who, who can I contact that manages playlist or other uh, notable vlogs that I can get these mu my music onto. So I'll be doing that, and then I'll probably be doing some research on, on um, ads. Like, have you guys ever thought about, like, running YouTube ads, like Facebook ads or... Like anything like yeah. that. I'm thinking. I'm yeah. thinking about doing Instagram and face Instagram or Facebook. I haven't done it yet, though. I'm thinking about it. Like I know those. I mean, like Facebook and Instagram. I know those ads are fairly cheap. I mean, you could start with Five like bucks. a ten dollar budget for the week, right? Yeah, yeah. Like you set your demographic. You set how many people that you want to hit, and then Facebook will say, "Okay, that's going to cost you ten dollars or whatever." They're like, yeah. well, I can spend I can spend seven dollars. Like, okay, well, it's not going to be for a whole week, or it can be for the whole week, but you're only going to do nine hundred people instead of eleven hundred people. So, right. So your reach uh, is basically cool. determined by the amount of money you have to invest. Right. Yeah. Drop so, it. Drop that five hundred. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I do think they'll work, though. I do think Instagram, Facebook ads will work. I think I want to feel a little bit more confident with like and get a flow of my content. And then I'll be like, all right, now I'm ready to like, like start spending money and get like an organic reach of a thousand, two thousand people looking at my stuff. Right, right. Yeah, I'm trying to build a little more confidence first. I think. Uh, I don't know, I man. I first, I want to have some stuff like on on Spotify or iTunes that people can actually go to. Mm -hmm. um, Junior, have you have have you directly like tried to contact up and coming vloggers? 
Like if like if you type in the word vlog into YouTube, for example, and then you scroll all the way down to where their subscriber list thing is maybe 20 people, and they're just vlogging at least once, twice, maybe three times a week, and they're just trying to just keep that number up. Have you tried contacting them to say, hey, you're up and coming. I'm up and coming. I got beats. You need beats. <laughs> I need the, you know, I need the, 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 the outreach and people to come back to me. Can we work out some sort of, um, whether it be financial or just, you know, uh, just a handshake and a pat on the back uh, relationship where you have my beats throughout one of your vlogs? Right. Have you tried doing that? I have not. You know what? I haven't even thought of that. Hmm. I've never thought of that. Thank you. That's pretty yeah. interesting idea. Those are gems. Yeah, because the, the, the one vlogger I followed, uh, John Hill, um, he would every Wednesday uh, for at least a year. Uh, this was about two years ago. Every Wednesday, he'd say, okay, this is the new track throughout this vlog that um, a listener sent to me. And so here it is. And so his vlog would intertwine with the music. And he nice. would make it so the storytelling of his vlog would, would, was, was not undermined or, um, or, or, um, dismissive of, of the music. It really did compliment. Yeah. Hey, Junior, try, hey, tell me what you think about my recent vlog. And I, when I put your music in, I try to sync the flow of it with the music. Um, okay. Yeah. I try my best, but <laughs> <laughs> the thing is I can't take forever on my vlog because I want it to come out on a regular basis, like once a week or two weeks. Right. Right. So I have to yeah, kind of sacrifice quality for it. But yeah, just let me know, you know what you think. It's only like, it's less than four minutes. For sure, for sure. Yeah. All right. um, and Tony, you know what, man? A, a lot of really dope products are coming out for the music world. And I'll shoot you these links, man. Like, I think um, a lot of this stuff is is really dope. Like, I think you'd enjoy taking a look at them. Cool. cool. All right. Uh, update. Update yeah. from direct direct from Nickelodeon. Um, Doug and Patty do not end up together. <gasps> what? Who did you not? Okay. Sorry. That's like Sorry. puppy love is all that it is. Wow. I, I feel like though then that that shows that the the show matured. It's like five hundred days just of summer. The girl next door. Ah, yeah. Awesome. Right. Dang. She's the one that got away. Yeah. yeah. Dang. On that note. <laughs> we could go ahead and end this talk by appreciate you guys coming on to the regulars episode two where we, we really just you know try to see how we can provide value talking about business and i, I think we i feel like last time we're, we we did this and i feel like it's going to happen again it kind of we're kind of like accountability partners in a way and i could definitely see myself after this is done you know continuing my work and knowing that you guys are kind of watching i'm watching you guys i'll be sharing my contacts you share your contacts uh so i always find a lot of value out of this so thanks guys for being on thank you all right y'all you guys have a good one peace thank you for listening to this podcast episode of the regulars if you've got comments if you want to chime in if you want to be part of the show let me know i'm we're always trying to learn more we're always providing getting feedback that's that's why we're having these meetings. And you can find me on any of my socials, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, podcast platforms, YouTube, at Work Talk Podcast. Connect with me if you want to chat. Take care.